Hi there. It's the official podcast, episode 354. I'm joined here by Kaya, Andrew, Charlie, and of course I'm joined by myself, Jackson. Um, this is this is the official podcast, and we're talking about aliens. Not fuckable aliens, just aliens in general. Because Mexico has just discovered alien life. They've done it. They were hiding in Mexico the entire time. Don't say that. You can fuck that alien if you tried. You could. And also yeah. they didn't discover it. It's mummified remains. It's not like it's a like a Wait, a, so a they're live ancient one. aliens? They are. They're a thousand, a thousand years, old. years old, yes. Aliens have been here longer than us, so we're the aliens. Do you think we're less than a thousand That's years old? That's deep. <laughs> well, according to the Bible, right? Isn't that the no. Bible? No. Whoa, yeah, the Bible said we're only a thousand. Slow years down, old. Tiger. No. Wait, no, it's two thousand. No, it's ten thousand. It's it's like ten thousand, right? Yeah. yeah. There's entire thousands of BC <laughs> before. <laughs> there was an alien civilization that existed while we were growing up, and then they got wiped out. I guess they were entirely within Mexico, and then they were mummified in Mexico, and now we found their bodies. Is, is this your scientific analysis? No, that's just my general analysis. That's just like my gut feeling on the matter, given what you've just said. Is that so, what's yes. happening? V- very science Yeah, I think so too. I think they maybe they were landing to tank some gas and they didn't realize how primitive we still were a thousand or so years ago. I don't know. Maybe the locals attacked them and they ran for cover and then they just starved there. What was Mexico like a thousand years ago? Was there any reason to stop there? Probably shitty, no. I mean, what reason would they have to stop there? The scenery? Every place wasn't that great a thousand years ago for an alien, to be fair. Yeah, true. Everywhere was bad for an alien. (laughs) Even today, is okay, where, like, what nation or what place on Earth would be the most receptive to an alien landing right now? America. Mm. Yeah. No way. Actually, you'd probably be probably America. Really? You'd be fucking no. You no no way no. You guys would be fucking like cutting them up immediately before they even crash. You'd be figuring yeah, out. Yeah, but ways there'd to be so many people shit. on Twitter that would be like, "Hey, don't do that." They'd get yeah, a lot so of what? support here. <laughs> no, but I'm immediately. I don't. You're talking about the fallout, but like, where could they land? Where immediately it wouldn't just be the locals shooting them and eating them. Hmm. Right in front yeah, of the White House. No, I really the come out with a fucking bolt action rifle and headshot the sons of bitches <laughs> for trespassing yeah. on his lawn. No way. Don't wait. Doesn't the White House have like anti air fucking guns on its roof or some shit? Or is that just based entirely off that uh, Jared Butler movie? Fallen movie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I hope they do. I would have those on t- the top of my house. <laughs> I have the answer. Yeah, I feel like they would. If they landed in Roswell, New Mexico, they'd be welcomed with oh, open fucking arms. Yeah, Yeah, they're obsessed with aliens there. That would literally be like the second coming of Jesus Christ for them. Mm -hmm. I think think the cartels would turn them into drugs. That's not Mexico, (laughs) Kaya. That's New Mexico. That's an American state. (laughs) 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 Which one did you say? (laughs) You're, uh, You're like that guy who... God, what was it? He was denied a driver's license for like a year because he they thought New Mexico was part of Mexico. Uh, well, the cartel operates there too. I don't I've know seen who you're Breaking Bad. True, Breaking Bad is real. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> 
So wait, but just where else could they land? Going back okay, to so it, Jackson though, told me that he. Uh, hang on, the redditors are having meetups around the planet now. That's where I would land if I was an alien, because I think that's like the closest you can come to a worshipper. If I had foresight of an alien and I knew these uh, meetup locations, of course. Ooh, what about like a comic con or something? Because everyone's in costumes anyway. You just like kind of fit in. Well, yeah, but then how are they going to know that I'm real and not just someone with a fancy cosplay? Well, no, that's the point. Like, are we talking about the aliens coming here safely? What's the safest place for them to come? Literally, probably that, because then they'd be in disguise easily. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, okay, that's a good point. They could also um, show up to like a convention and probably blend in real easy, or just land on Halloween. Oh yeah, that one too. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, then that's gonna good. be awkward. Like, how do you explain yourself the next day? Like, hey, blarp blarp, your name was. How come you're still dressed up? It's a day after Halloween. Just tell him it, he's really into it. He's committed. Yeah, blah blah super festival. He he loves. He's like I a like furry. Furries. Hang he's on, a, he's yes. a furry but for oh, aliens. Furries. Yeah, yeah. Just go to. A, I'm year long furry. I'm committed to the furry lifestyle or scaly, depending on what kind of alien you are. I guess maybe glue yeah. some feathers to yourself. Yeah, that could work. Yeah, that could absolutely work. That's probably the best way of doing it, honestly. But they, mm-hmm. then the aliens have to have some like preconception of humanity to know about furries and shit. Yeah, you so might have do to, their research. to blend in, and that's like that's oh, no yeah, way to like, live for any alien. We've also got to like crinkle and stuff. You got to have a diaper ready to go. Yeah, of course. And we don't even we oh, don't even God. know how aliens shit. So they they might not even be out of shit. You got to have a six thousand dollars suit that looks like your own skin. <laughs> Wait, the, the 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 alien comes here in a furry suit. Like he's already no, in made an his alien own suit. He comes wearing an alien suit to hide that he's an alien. Classic and it's alien. like a fancy Tony Stark suit made out of nanofiber. Maybe that's why the aliens are coming here because they heard we have furries and stuff and furry conventions. They really just love to go to the conventions. Yeah, they admire yeah. our creative porn, and theirs is just boring. It's just vanilla. They don't have Comic-Con back at Glizmar 6, so they've got to make the trek intergalactically. I developed intergalactic travel to jerk off to furry porn. <laughs> it might be you illegal on the there. furry to do that. True, knowing their tenacity. Godspeed, furries, or light speed, should I say. What if what if the aliens are coming all the way to Earth to partake in like shit like drugs and stuff because it's more legal here than it is on their home planet? I like how we're like just you- saying the aliens are coming here as if it's like a confirmed real thing now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you saw the Mexico video. It is. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. That was their entire government up there, right? It totally right? wasn't a guy who was already debunked for presenting aliens to the Mexican Congress over three years ago. Okay, I'm so sick of this fucking cancel culture. <laughs> Fine. Okay, so just because he's lied before and he's been caught lying and he's been debunked in YouTube videos that are like three years old, doesn't mean that he cannot discover aliens. Just because yeah. the corpses he presented were already debunked as fake back in 2017 doesn't mean he can't present them now. You're on. Actually, you're right. I I was being rude. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. In fact, it's probably <laughs> more likely that he's being honest now, considering he's had time to like think <laughs> about think about his errors in the past, and now he's really sure. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, he's changed. He's educated himself. Yeah. And now he has real aliens. He really looked at them, the corpses, and went, "These are real, and I can prove it." 
But wasn't wasn't this a situation where the government, like the Mexican government itself, put on this press conference, they or whatever it was? Him. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's the same thing as the American whistleblower guy that we had not too long ago, where it was just kind of, yep, David Gush. That's it. I mean, yeah, was it just like a? Yeah, technically, we have to give you equal time in this hall. From what I from what I was reading, it was the same tone as um, the guy that we had, the whistleblower for Area Fifty One. But he actually was like, "And I brought proof," and he brought those corpses, and they had debunked those things years ago as being real. They couldn't even make a new one, like a new corpse out of paper mache. <laughs> he apparently changed the orientation on some of the bones they had backwards the first time. Oh, so they did actually like improve on it because of the YouTube feedback. Yeah, I read a thing as well that according to the skeleton of those corpses, that alien technically couldn't move its arms. So well, it's, it's, yeah, it's the I whole thing too. couldn't move. It couldn't move its legs yeah. or anything. Well, we're using we're human using human understanding there, though. Yeah, but the like aliens have human bones. Aliens, they yeah, have I mean, human bones for some reason. That's kind of unfortunate. Yeah, <laughs> I love how the first humans we discover or whatever look like they're exactly out of like a sci-fi movie from like the seventies. Like yeah. just our base understanding of aliens. Its skulls were made out of alpacas. Yeah, or alpaca skulls apparently. And you don't need to be an expert to know that the bones don't add up because apparently their feet were all one piece. And while I'm no expert on like biology, I know that you can't walk on one solid stilt. Well, maybe they don't walk. Maybe they float or something. Maybe they use like psychokinesis to then just why float do they around. Have legs? Well, just to fit in, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they come to Comic Con. They need to fit in. It's always a goofy tale as old as time that all the aliens they invent are always just humanoid, always just look like greys, you know, the classic grey alien. It's always that mold that they try to present as real. Never anything different. Never a tentacle monster. Never a psychic being. It's just, it's the same humanoid shit. Yeah. 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 It's interesting though. Um, the NASA, the NASA, NASA, just general NASA, put on a conference today, uh, going over their findings because they set up like a a task force to investigate the UAPs, which are what mm-hmm. UFOs are now. So that just happened about thirty minutes ago, uh, on this recording day, and they said basically, like they were asked by journalists there whether or not they believe David Gersh was being truthful or if he had actual evidence. And the head of NASA, I think he was the head of NASA, basically was like, no, <laughs> this guy, he, he didn't show anything. I don't know why people are believing him. We need evidence. There was yeah. nothing there that was like substantial. It was a nothing burger. He just sat there for a long time going, oh, it's big. Oh, it's fucking big. It's bad. And then just that's it. That's all he yeah. did. And then he left. I was I was tuning into this NASA conference just hoping that the head of NASA would just get up and start screaming about the aliens that are coming, <laughs> begging everyone to get in their bunkers and shit like that. I thought it was going to be like the biggest deal ever, ever, but no, it was nothing. Sadly, Everyone's they were basically saying this. we don't know what it is. It's the current hype. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like uh, vampire movies and zombies and all those trends throughout pop culture we're now in our alien era for the next 10 years it's going to be alien films and alien merch and alien scare propaganda and alien tie-ins and all that shit 
Well, no, what do you mean no? I think again. it's so much more fun than yeah, all of the other boring shit. Yeah, it's no, it's but goofy. it's gonna get old. I want a fun, eclectic mix of all of it. I don't. I'm so tired of going vampire through aliens. Where everything is a zombie. Everything is a vampire. Everything is the multiverse. No, I don't want to sit through everything as an alien. Uh, I'm actually totally fine with sitting through everything's an alien. Alien's so good. It's been the case forever, okay, though. Okay, do you guys really not understand my point that it's boring when, like, ten movies come out in a row and it's all aliens? Like, switch it up. It's boring when these movie studios go through fads like this. Yeah, trends are pretty boring. Hollywood. I don't I know agree. why you're talking about Well, it about depends Hollywood. if you're telling the it's exact the same story with the aliens each time. Like, if you're telling the exact same vampire story each time, fair enough. That is annoying. That's, that's lame. I don't want to hear the same story. The problem on those trends is they typically have the writing suffer because they don't care. They just go, oh, throw an alien yeah. in. It's the easiest way of just getting to market, basically. Exactly, and making profit because you're following right. the trend. Yeah. So my point is more alien movies, please. <laughs> That's where the money is. With the plot, though. Yeah, with good writing. I think alien movies generally, or just sci-fi movies, I guess, in general, have better plots than like vampire movies in general. I think that's why they keep doing it, because there's more potential there with alien movies, I guess. Speaking of aliens, it truly is a long way from Glizmar 6. It's, it's, it's so many light years. It probably takes aliens quite a while to get to Earth from wherever they're from. And I can just imagine them up there traveling on their long distance trip. They probably wish they had some high quality wireless earbuds to listen to some music while they're driving their space alien cars or whatever they are. So don't be like those stupid aliens. Those idiots haven't even discovered the advanced technology known as Raycon. These wireless earbuds give you eight hours of playtime and a 32 hour battery life. That is just, that's just so many hours of listening to music or podcasts. That's, that's 32 hours. That's more hours than there are in a day. It doesn't, it doesn't even make sense. They're also designed with optimized gel tips in a range of sizes that means they'll fit perfectly in everyone's ears, man or alien. They really are fantastic headphones with customizable sound profiles, earbud tap functions so you can like do stuff with the earbuds to like control your phone, and of course noise isolation, which means you can tune out the rest of the world while you enjoy some sweet tunes. I've used Raycon's wireless earbuds and they really are a great product that I would recommend if you're in the market for some new earbuds, check them out. Raycon is having its back to school sale, which means for a limited time only, go to buyraycon.com slash OP to get 20% off site-wide, plus free shipping. That's buyraycon.com slash OP to get 20% off. If the aliens ever do show up, they'll spare the ones wearing Raycon. Thanks again for the support, Raycon, and go check them out to support the show. Now, let's talk about getting down and having some fun. You know what I mean. Turning those lights off and making use of the old bed for things other than sleep. That's right, I'm talking about sex. Let me tell you what. Sex could be a whole lot more fun if you incorporate some adult toys into the mix. There's no shame in it, only joy. That's why Adam and Eve exists. If you're looking for some good old-fashioned adult fun, they've got you covered with an enormous selection of toys and gadgets that'll make you go yippee. It really is a giant wonderland of naughty technology that the aliens could only dream of discovering. They're up there not having orgasms and stuff like that, while you're down here having orgasms and shit. Not really sure where I was going with that one. 
But it really is a giant wonderland of naughty technology that the aliens could only ever dream of discovering for themselves. But you can discover it for yourself right now by heading over to adamandeve.com. And here's another sexy pro tip, by the way. You can get 50% off one item and free shipping in the US and Canada by using code DEFENSE. That's D-E-F-E-N-S-E. So that's code DEFENSE at uh, checkout for 50% off one item and free shipping at adamandeve.com. That's, that, that one's on me. I'll give you that discount. That's on me. That's 50% off. Uh, so that's, that's all for you. Go enjoy that. Uh, just tell them your old pal Jackson sent you over by again using code DEFENSE. That's D-E-F-E-N-S-E at checkout at adamandeve.com. And uh, yeah, just let the good times roll, I guess. Just, uh, yeah, just enjoy yourself. So uh, thanks, Adam and Eve, for keeping the lights on. And thank you, that's you, for supporting the show by supporting our sponsors. It means a lot. Thanks a lot. And back to the show. Well, what Kaya's afraid of seeing, and Kaya, I want to ask, how much would your fragile little heart break if you saw the new Mad Max movie and halfway through they just discovered an alien, a crash-landed saucer in the apocalypse, and he had to fight aliens? I, I prefer that. I prefer that to, like, Max discovering an old laptop Multiverse. that still works. Oh, and right. they figure out to like power it up and it has chat GPT on it or something. <laughs> like, oh no, or the AI. Another Max comes from a different multiverse to help him out to stop the alien threat. God, that sounds oh, fucking hype, Mad Max though. has to team up with Business oh. Max and he teaches him the ways of buying and selling and investing. No, it's it, it would be um, Woman Max comes in from her dimension, even oh. though they've got like powerful women in Mad Max that they Mad can use Maxine. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Maxine, yeah. It's a good one. Yeah, I'm Spider Max. Spider Max shows up when I'm swinging <laughs> around the apocalypse where there's no buildings Ooh. to swing off of. Yeah. Immortan Joe is standing right behind me, isn't he? <laughs> 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 Pass. That does sound like a cool movie, though. I won't lie. I'm very excited for the multiverse Mad Max. I think I think the multiverse is over and done with. I don't think they'll ever... I'm calling it right now. There won't ever be another multiverse movie. Ever. We're done. Fair. We've capitalized on it. It's gone. I believe you. Mark my words. I know that's factually not true, but why, why do okay. you think it's done? I just think it's an extremely bold claim to make, and it'll make me look really cool if that does oh. somehow turn out to be true. It's a gamble. I, I have see. no... Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I'm putting it all on red, except the red isn't even on the board. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm way out of the casino at this point. Ninth dimensional chess. Yeah, this ain't happening. There's, there's another fucking Spider-Man movie definitely happening, so that'll be multiverse again, right? Spider-Man movies are never going to stop happening. Yeah. I think the second yeah. part is coming out in 2020 or something, so good luck. Yeah, how is. scared How scared do you think Marvel is right now, like, in their offices? Do you think they're panicking? About what? Not having Spider-Man? No, just look, in general. Everything past the Avengers what? has just been on a, such a drastic downhill. Probably I, not. Mm, Wasn't there a rumor what, you seriously, that I read? It's, going, it's absolutely going the way of Star Wars. You don't agree with that? You don't think that there's Star less Star Wars still now. makes a ton of money, though. Like they, it like, still makes a ton of money. It doesn't make as much money as it did. Doesn't matter. They just needed to make a ton of money. Doesn't matter if it's the same amount. <laughs> That's not how capitalism works. It's you still making infinite growth. It it's, is. It's, it's making profit. That's not good enough. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's fine. For if less the profit effort. is going down, if the profit is going down, eventually it'll reach a point where you're not profitable anymore. That's not what they want, obviously. 
That's why infinite growth is what people want. So, do you think they're scared? I bet they're scared. I bet they're shaking. Nope. They've got 10 years left, maybe. Well, there were rumors. Two of the top five week. grossing movies on the year were Marvel. Yeah, that's good point. <laughs> <laughs> well, you folded quick. But also, Bobby, according to Disney executives, he, his endgame is to sell the whole company to Apple. But I guess if that happens. Oh, God. See what? Well, yeah, wait. You think you think they'd be like trying to sell to Apple if they weren't a little bit concerned? Yeah. No, because apparently Bob Iger always wanted to sell to Apple or merge. Analysts have long predicted that Disney and Apple would merge, especially since Iger himself wrote, "Quote: I believe that if Steve were still alive, we would have combined our companies, or at least discussed the possibility very seriously." Well, Steve's mm. been dead a while, buddy. Yeah, he's yeah. still making decisions. Also, Apple um, should get a good deal on this, though. I guess. Yeah, looking looking as well to the this year of Marvel, they had Ant Man and Wasp, Quantum Mania, right? Oh, such a good movie. Yep. And then Guardians of the Galaxy three. Uh, Guardians made nearly a billion dollars, so that's huge. And then Ant Man still made about double its budget, a little mm-hmm. more. So they're still very successful. You know, they're not losing well, wait, steam. We've we've always said though double the budget that they mark is usually what the actual budget yeah. is. So you always True, double the budget for. But marketing. then if you take Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Thor: Love and Thunder, and Doctor Strange, all of those movies were the three before this, and they all made like four times their budget. So they're still really going strong. Yeah, I'm not. I, yeah, I I agree. Even with a like stinker like Quantum Mania. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but how many stinkers is it going to take? How many non stories? Then before that, Spider-Man No Way Home made two billion dollars, so it's doing pretty good. Jesus, yeah, yeah. Wait, sp- that was that was. I guess Marvel still gets Marvel. Yeah, Marvel's still under that. Yeah, yeah. But my my point is that like it's it feels like they're losing traction, and that profit is slowly going to diminish. I think. Of course, it's going to die, like all fads and fads hype things do. do. Um. So now, what do they even do from there, though? What are, like how do they how do they diversify yeah, with Marvel? I don't think they're shaking in their boots or panicking. I think they either have to find a way to diversify and do different things, or they're just going to keep doing the same thing until it just makes no money whatsoever anymore, and then they'll move on. They should really. This is honest advice. They should really get into podcasts. <laughs> I think if like Hawkeye sat down and did an hour long interview with like the Hulk or uh. something. Oh yeah, <laughs> that, shit, that that shit would actually probably like explode. And like the Marvel Run app, where you can listen to Thor and Loki yell at yeah, each yeah, other yeah, while yeah. you're on a jog. Fuck yeah, that sounds really cool. I didn't even know about that. We talked about it on the show. I what? don't think Charlie was here. That might have been a bonus. Oh, yeah. that might have been a bonus where you weren't here. There's a Marvel Run app where you turn it on and it tracks your running and your steps and all that shit. And while you're running, it'll just play like an in-universe episode. Of of yeah. stuff happening to motivate it's you, like, like a story, right? Yeah, it's, like it's Thor, not like an interview. Yeah, Thor will come on and he'll be like, "All right, Asgardians, are you ready to run? Oh no, look out! Locusts from Dimension X, run faster!" <laughs> and like, that's yeah, it's like thing. the presidential fitness test that they do in the movies, kind of. <laughs> That'd like. get me hyped. <laughs> it's also very clearly not the movie voice actors doing it, so it sounds yeah, nothing like the real cast. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, no. It's great. That's different to the that's different to the podcast. I'm talking about Hawkeye sitting down as Hawkeye to put on a show, you know, like an interview. 
like an in-universe podcast. Yeah, I guess. I don't hate that. That's cute. I don't know how reasonably they could like continue it because they have to hire giant stars to do that. Like who plays Hawkeye? Yeah. What's his name again? Jeremy, Jeremy Renner. Renner. Yeah, Jeremy Renner would have to do the voice. Otherwise, the fans are going to go, oh, this is just kind of a cheap tie-in, whatever. And, but if Jeremy Renner's doing the voice of Hawkeye, how many episodes can you get him to do before he's like, okay, I have to go do big multi-million dollar movies now. Goodbye. That'll be a multi-million dollar podcast. Yeah, it would be. It would Could you make a multi-million budget. dollar podcast that's worth it? Yeah, absolutely. If it's getting yes. like tens of millions of views, absolutely, you'd be selling the ads Joe Rogan out of that does it, and he yeah. true. Yeah, he make, doesn't even have superpowers. Bank. True, true. <laughs> yeah, that that I think that's the way to go. If you want my business advice, Marvel, just dodge the Apple shit. Just ignore that. Don't 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 get acquired. You've still got Pivot Room podcast. <laughs> that's the way. There's still time. DC though, you should sell to Apple immediately. DC you should have sold to Apple should, like should 10 absolutely years ago. give up. <laughs> they yeah, they should. It hey, is so they bad. Should. Hey, the Batman was pretty good. It was solid. Yeah, it's not a DCU movie though. That's just an actual oh, good fair. movie. Totally that's fair. Just like DC yeah. property. Yeah, it's a movie. That's fair, a movie. fair, fair. They they sh- they should see if they can like donate their properties to like Marvel just to see like them be done well. I guess. I think that's well. I think what we should do. Forward is recast Batman as a new actor and make a movie about his origin story. Has that been done That's before? That's never been done before. No, I don't no. think it's a good idea. No, never. What is, what is Batman's origin story? He just woke up one day. No and one knows it. It's such an unknown tale. No one ever knows how Batman actually started. <laughs> if I had to guess, I believe the multiverse is involved somehow. So <laughs> yeah. Should should do well. Batman Prime reached out and said, you're next, and handed him a costume. <laughs> What is your favorite Batman, Andrew? Like, like you know how there's uh, specific Bat different versions. Bat Dad from Bat- Flashpoint will forever be my favorite version of Batman. What version is that? What does he do? He kills people. Yeah, he kills people. Oh. <laughs> I'll give a very, very quick rundown because I'm a giant nerd and a loser. So the Flash at one point was being the Flash, being overpowered, breaking the laws of physics, and he goes, "How about I go back in time, running so fast I break the time stream." And I saved my mom from being killed because she was killed when I was a teenager. It was really sad. How about I go back in time and prevent her death and I live a happy life? So he does that and he goes back to present time and he reveals that he just completely changed and fucked the entire world up irrevocably by doing that. So Batman in that timeline is uh, Thomas Wayne, Batman's father, Bruce Wayne's father. And in that universe, uh, Bruce Wayne as a child, is the one shot in the crime alley. And his mom goes insane from it and becomes the Joker. Oh, that is pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah, so Thomas is a jaded, alcoholic father of a dead child, and his solution is, I'm just going to kill every criminal in Gotham myself. So he's Batman, but he has guns, and he just fucking kills criminals and is remorseless and shit, and it's awesome. Does he know... Does he know that Martha is uh, the Joker? Yeah, she kind of like hints at it after their son dies. And then over time, she turns into the Joker and goes away and goes into hiding and starts doing crime and shit. So does it end with, spoilers alert for this, does, does, he, does it end with Bat Dad killing the Joker? So I've only read the Flashpoint stuff and watched the Flashpoint movie, which focuses more on the Flash going, I have to fix the time stream. So I don't know if they've done that in other stuff, 
But I will say in the beginning of that, the way that they show that it's a different Batman is it's Batman chasing Harley Quinn and he catches her and she's like, oh, Batman, you got me. Oh, take me off to jail. And then he just throws her off a building to try to kill her. And he leaves. Wait, but this is, but that's that universe. Like surely Harley Quinn knows that this is Batman, Bat Dad that's killing a lot of people. I guess maybe. Well, Batman Coily has. Saying, oh, you're gonna take me to jail. So regular Batman has the mythos of killing people. Like they think he does a lot of the time. They're like, oh, he's gonna oh, right, fucking yeah. kill me, but he actually never think does. He does. Yeah, it's part of the fear tactic. They think he's gonna so kill them. Does word not spread that he never touches anyone? You gotta, you gotta just kind of suspend your disbelief. They, all, they all go into <laughs> yeah. Batman witness protection program where they're like isolated yeah. from all the other criminals, well, so they they so, appear dead. So it depends on the lore. Some lore is like Batman's gonna kill you. He's gonna fuck you up. You're dead. And other lore is like, oh yeah, he broke seven of my friends' ribs and threw yeah. them into jail. That's like, what I. That's what I thought the fear was like, just yeah. from the like complete pain of getting brutalized by Batman. Like people just didn't want to be beat up. Right. It, de- you know, it depends on the interpretation of Batman. Some go one way, some go the other. Some go he's a fucking costume doofus using bat spray and bat crime repellent. You know, it's it's all how you write it. But I guess that's yeah. better than Spider-Man where he just splooges you to a like lamp post <laughs> yeah. and leaves you there for your like coke, coke yeah, pinned to, to a cut wall. you down. Right. Or for the cops to show up and be like, Spider-Man, you, you can't stop shoplifters. We've told you before. It's illegal <laughs> in our state. Stealing is a good thing, Spider-Man, and here's why. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of living in a big city, Spidey. <laughs> you can do charm lock Spider-Man, you dick. <laughs> Spider-Man is made out to be the dickhead. <laughs> but anyway, Bat Dad is pretty fucking cool. I would highly recommend, Jackson, you watch the I think it's called Operation Flashpoint. It's an animated DC yeah. movie. It's really good. It's very, very good. I have I have heard of Flashpoint. It wasn't the most recent Flash movie, a Flashpoint thing. It I was adjacent. So. It was adjacent, I, but it yeah. was fucking. <laughs> so it was like a not retelling. Great. <laughs> it was. So you said fine. it was great. What? No, I said it's fine. what. Wait, what? Oh my god! Don't no. Before the before the movie. Well, maybe it was because it was the before the movie came out. I said it looked awful, and I remember you defending it. I remember you saying it looked it looked pretty great, and then I thought you said after the movie came out that it was pretty great. No, it's 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 a fine movie. I didn't hate it nearly as much as everyone else, but it's like an okay. unwatchably bad CGI movie. But I just yeah, like oh, yeah, the Flashpoint the CG, yeah. shit. Okay, yeah. I, I think Fla- the Flashpoint storyline is so fucking cool. Like the concept of uh, going back in time to save something and then ruining the future yeah. in the process. Well, no, just yeah, Flashpoint in, in its entirety. Not just like that. Just everything they did with Flashpoint. Yeah. Um, at least what I know about it's really cool. So Flashpoint is DC's way of reimagining all of their characters in like alternate scenarios. So they're like Superman is different. Lex Luthor is different. Like they're all they're all the same character, but in a different yeah, it's called the multiverse. It's just, yeah, it's just a now, different color okay, of multiverse. Yes, but this is well, well before the multiverse thing was a real big thing, you know. So it caused it, goddammit. <laughs> That's the root of all these I mean, issues. It te- yeah, it technically is a different universe. He does technically enter a alternate timeline. Like a, so, yeah, like a split-off yeah. timeline. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Flashpoint is really well written. It's not it's not just, oh, look, it's Batman, except he only eats ham. It's not like that. It's like actual <laughs> thought put into the different versions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's good. Right, fair enough. 
Speaking of good, I have a business decision for the three of you I want to propose that I thought you might enjoy. Okay, so Mm. we we make money on this podcast and we Uh we have ads and patrons and very lovely, you know, people who sign up on our Patreon. How about we also charge people a fee, like a little commission fee, when they listen to an episode? And what we'll do is every episode will have like tracking software in it. Yeah. So every time you listen, you'll owe us money. Wait, and that's you know such what? a great you know idea. What? We won't even we won't even track how much of the episode you listen to. If you hit the play button, you'll owe us royalties. Okay, yeah, but now imagine if it's the flip side, Andrew, and every time mm-hmm. someone listens to the show, we get charged. Does that oh, sound good? Oh, that no, that sounds bad. I wouldn't yeah, want that. Oh. Why would I want <laughs> that to happen? Wait, let's, let's bad bad business idea. Let's let's bury that. Huh? Let's yeah, try let's, to get rid of that. You know what? That sounds really greedy and awful and stupid. How about we never talk about that again? Yeah, just like just off the top Man, of my head, this, like you, I, you should really. This has gone on a lot. You should just explain what you're referring to here at this well, point. I well, think. this is totally unrelated, but Unity decided oh. it would be a great business decision to charge people when their games are installed. Now, they've walked this back. They have, they have said through all the controversy, this was a stupid idea. Basically, their idea was, hey, guys, if your game uses the Unity engine, which is a very, very popular indie game building engine, uh, we're going to track your game over the Internet keep track of how often it's installed and then charge you a fee for that so we can make money. <laughs> and very Just, quickly, people determined, okay, how are you going to track it? Well, we're going to put fucking tracking software in the game. Okay, that's stupid and not going to work. But what they also determined was people can just write a script. You can write a script on your computer where all it does is run in the background, uninstall the game, and then reinstall it yeah. over and over and over and over. And some guy did the math and calculated if you ran it, if you, based on their metrics, kept it running 24 hours a day, you could cost a developer between $500 and $1,000 a day. That's pretty cool. For one computer. Now, for an indie nice. developer, that's a shitload of money. <laughs> that's terrible what's great about this system is unity has no incentive to make sure that nobody's pirating it or doing that because they make the money so it's they'd have no incentive of making it safe for the developers at all because they make the money well right. they deserve to make all the money yeah, yeah aren't they like losing two billion dollars a year or some shit they probably what? do need to make money they're losing they're a like, lot of money yeah yeah they're yeah. losing a lot it's because they have like um, eight thousand employees for some reason. It's a ridiculous amount of well, overhead. Blatant retroactive pricing is not the way to generate. That's not more the revenue. solution. Yeah, no. absolutely not. Not at all. That's just detrimental to your brand. Unity, as I'm sure a lot of our listeners and you guys are aware, was mostly known for like kind of shitty asset flipped indie titles. You know, you'd open up a crummy game and you always saw that Unity splash screen. Then they introduced pricing for like different tiers of, hey, you can buy Unity Pro and we'll remove the splash screen so people won't <laughs> immediately judge your game as a Unity game. That's that it's a engine. Decent engine. Where you, it is a good engine. It's fine. It's, it's it small, is a decent engine. Eh, yeah. It is an okay engine, but 
The point is, it was mostly notorious for just low-quality games because that's what all well, the kids had access to. No, with the free it's literally just an access thing at that point. It, it got that reputation because it was the most accessible engine. It's still a fine yeah, engine. Yeah, that's what really I'm saying. Is. It is an okay engine. A lot of developers have their gripes with it, mostly because it's just such a shoddily run company and incoherent engine. I remember I hated it when I had to use it. They have like five different render pipelines now. Yeah, no one at the so company neat. knows what the fuck is going on. They, was it last year or something? They merged with a company that was notorious for developing malware for phones <laughs> I, called Iron Source or yeah, something. Yeah, Iron Source. Or Iron Forge, oh, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> they got an XEA guy to run the company, John yes. face. John Rattioli or something. It's Wasn't something. he the guy fired from EA for being too greedy with microtransactions? Well, EA loves greed. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. They no, 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 but, for he, but he went way too far. Yeah, he was, like, he was like talking about ideas about like, let's charge people for shooting their guns or reloading their guns. Yeah, basically. He, I, I actually looked up the clip la uh, last night when looking up all this Unity stuff. He basically said, imagine you're in the middle of a battlefield game yeah. and you've, you're on your last magazine and you've got a high kill streak. If we start charging you $1 per, per bullet, you're not exactly going to take the time to discuss the financial decision of it he's very that's life and death right there that's life and death in metro yeah i he literally wanted to charge people by the bullet <laughs> which is kind of a funny idea to be honest he literally was saying like <laughs> if anything we're being generous because if you buy a video game and you're on your 30th hour in it we still haven't charged you extra money for that the entertainment to time ratio is huge so if anything we deserve money because that product right. has entertained you for hey. so long Digital bullets don't come cheap, man. There's a, there's God, a manufacturing he's a, he's process. A real there. fucking scumbag. That's very realistic. And real bullets are kind of expensive for what you're getting. So yeah, you it's, know, it's immersion. It's freaking immersion. freeloaders. God, you guys <laughs> have also <laughs> forgot to mention one of the more entertaining components of this. Not only that being extremely greedy, but I think it was that same guy also sold like two thousand shares right yeah. before the announcement. <laughs> yeah. oh, so God. so a little insider trading. That wasn't it, the biggest deal to me because 2,000 shares doesn't sound like a lot. That's Isn't like, that blatantly illegal, though? It, it's still insider it trading, is. though. It's, it's still yeah. just insider trading. Yeah, how, is a CEO, is, yeah. how is the CEO allowed to sell stock right before a big decision that tanks your value? It's I don't illegal. get how that's even... That is absolutely illegal. The only defense that I would have if I was this guy and I get dragged into court for insider trading is I would say, I am so out of touch, I thought this was going to be a popular decision. <laughs> yeah, I could not I have possibly so foreseen that people would not have liked this, your honor. I'm such a douche, look at me. That is absolutely his only defense. Yeah, just to be <laughs> that incompetent. By the way, John was also the same guy who... So when uh, Iron Source and them merged, the Unity merged, and all the developers, all the indie developers, many, many great people, they said, well, this sucks. The, this company is known for making really shitty mobile stuff. So what now? Is this going to be a soulless company? And John came out and said, quote, that they're fucking idiots. <laughs> this was an actual quote. He just openly called them fucking idiots. And then he had uh, to right. apologize for calling them fucking idiots <laughs> to their faces for not putting monetization first. This guy's wild. This was in 2022, yeah. apparently, uh, from The Verge. Unity CEO apologizes for calling some game developers, quote, fucking idiots. Yeah, 
I'm always so baffled at how these people find themselves in positions where they're running these like enormous, you know, multinational companies, corporations at the highest level, CEOs, and they've got decades of experience. And this is the outcome. This is still where we end up. <laughs> I don't understand how you make a decision a like this out of incompetence. Man. But yeah, so uh, Unity announces this change. And the biggest hoopla, first of all, isn't the pricing itself. It's every it's that it is um, mandated retroactively. So if you yeah. used Unity, say, in 2019 to make a game, long before this change, you're now told that starting 2024, you are going to pay per installation that you're gamers going that, forward that yeah not so not retroactively in the sense that all those downloads between 2019 and 2024 count you don't get charged for that no but your game I'm counts mm-hmm. but your game counts you will be charged after 2024 yeah, yeah. you're counting as if you had agreed back all the way back in 2019 they've retroactively they changed the terms of which, what you signed basically yeah which it's is retroactive illegal. pricing which should just be fully illegal I'm, I'm pretty sure that is illegal i don't think you can sign something and then have the other party just change it retroactively. Mm-hmm. That, that's pretty. Imagine if any other job did this. Like, I hire you for thirty bucks a year, uh, an right, hour. Yeah. Sorry, and then you know, next year I say, oh, actually, I decided I'm gonna change that to five dollars an hour, and you're gonna have to give me back all that money that I paid you before. Sounds kind of yeah. scummy. Yeah. Which is why now a bunch of indie developers are discussing like a class action lawsuit against Unity to see whether or not they can do this, and who the hell knows if they can do this. Because they removed their GitHub repository yeah. where they were tracking terms of service changes, apparently. Yep. They just oh, removed all the shit. old terms of services. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. So fucking sneaky. And who knows? I mean, even if they didn't, though, these all these companies have such long-ass terms of services now that maybe they did have a clause somewhere in there that says, hey, we can do anything at any point and fuck you, die. No, right? I, I read it. Who the hell I read it. I read a tweet. Someone had grabbed one of the old Git repos that had the terms of services. They had stockpiled them or whatever, so they still had access to them. And they showed the comparison between the 2019 and the uh, proposed changes. And it was pretty clear that they had removed sections that offered developers protections in that case from 2019 to 2024. So... That's why they've removed the Git repos is because there's evidence in there that uh, developers had signed a license that protected them that is now retroactively being, you know, removed. So, yeah, I mean, Unity is directly in the wrong. So people have been running the numbers. How much is this going to cost? Apparently the language they used in the announcement is just so confusing that people are coming up with all different numbers and then everybody is trying to get in touch with Unity itself and all the employees trying to figure out like... What do you mean by retroactive? Like you guys didn't actually elaborate what that means precisely. How? What is the cutoff and this and that? And according to the math, it's mostly it's not that bad technically. Like Unreal Engine technically gets more of your money, for instance, with their five percent revenue share. But most developers have an issue with that. I'm seeing is that they Unity can just spring this on you years later. That oh, by the way, we're yeah. gonna take a cut from you now. And also, I mean, this is also going to mean presumably that all of their games, everything that you make in Unity now is going to have to include some sort of an aggressive DRM system so they can keep track of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. 
I, the, the execution on this is the like fundamental issue, the, the way that they're implementing these changes. Like I think mm-hmm. with the advent of subscription services and Games Pass and stuff like that, that there probably does need to be a solution on Unity's end and other you know game engines' end so that they don't get fleeced, uh, like they don't lose money because these companies do need to make money as well. That's fair. Um, but the retroactive execution is bad. Unity the next day did some damage control and made this long ass tweet where they clarified um, reinstallations will not count, fraudulent yeah. installations will not count, trials, partial play demos, and automation installs, DevOps charges, they are not going to be counted. Web and streaming games, we are not going to count web and streaming games. Charity related installs, the pricing change in install counts will not be applied to your charity bundles. Which still means you still have to get in touch with Unity and like work together with them until the end of time, you know? To yeah. Whenever you, as a game developer, you want to put your game in a bundle, you now first have to get the go-ahead from Unity. Permission, yeah. And how the fuck yeah. are they going to track all of this? Because you have every DRM. company... That's what I'm worried about. But even then, you have every company on the planet going, yes, we have this, our games are uncrackable, you can't pirate this, and then it just takes a few extra months, and people go, oh, here, I cracked it, it's good it works here you can reinstall unity games and make it think there's i guess the developer could show the disparity between like purchases like revenue and the amount of downloads the game has that's probably the best case okay then again why not just go by purchases it it is so bizarre to yeah exactly that's that's why i said the theory not only that but it gets muddled with all that other stuff oh that they get it for free on game pass does that count oh they got it through a charity bundle so i don't have that purchase record you you can't really show that data it's all conflated with all the different places you can get the game so here's a fun theory that all the rather famous indie developers now have is that the people who run unity now are so mobile brains that they think an installation just means you know the app store download counter on like the apps apple app store and google play and that's what they want to go by and they're not really even thinking about desktop well, doesn't, anymore. Doesn't necessarily surprise me, considering I think the no, main shareholder of Unity is Tencent, right? Does Tencent own most of Unity? Wouldn't surprise me. Are you thinking of Unreal Engine? They own a minority of Unreal. I know there's a lot of Chinese investment in Unity. It might be what's that? What's that anime game? Genshin. Genshin, Genshin yeah. Impact. Whoever, whoever makes Genshin might be a big shareholder. Regardless, like, I think the Unity, Unity as a company has a lot of ties to China. And I, obviously the Chinese market is like predominantly mobile and stuff like that. So I, I imagine that's where most of their focus is. Unity partners with Tencent for China cloud gaming services. Yeah, that makes sense. This is yeah, something partnered like that. though, not that they're shareholders, but... Point was that they've got strong ties to China. Though. I'm yeah, reading yeah, more yeah. recent articles, though, that says that Tencent is one of their biggest competitors. So they, they could be mm. partnered with a Chinese company, but I don't think it's Tencent. It, Maybe it, it is. I, I don't know if it, I'm not 100%. I, I, like, I don't know if it was Tencent. It might be a different Chinese company, but it, they've got ties to China. But anyway, your point is Unity is still... The company is obviously trying to move into a mobile direction. They're lean, yep. they're really leaning into AI tools, which is just more insult to injury for all the indie developers and artists. They have just... Yep. They are ruining their fucking reputation in the last two years especially. They have just been it's, it's gathering going. so much, so much bad will 
with the it is so with their grown. core audience of not the gamers but the developers themselves all these people i mm. am seeing people who had invested their entire livelihoods people who have used unity for like 10 years yeah. 10 plus years invested all of their custom tools and companies into this thing now saying yeah i'm gonna have to look into changing to unreal Leave. engine or fucking mm-hmm. go yeah. dot the um no. developers behind cult of the lamb have yep. said if this isn't changed by the end of the year they're removing their game from stores uh, the developers of Slay the Spire have said that they are working on a sequel, and if Unity doesn't fix this, they're going to switch engines entirely before that's out. Like all these big indie devs are coming out saying, "Hey, these are not these are not small games. These are really big, popular selling well, games." A, a, another huge one is Genshin. Genshin runs off Unity. Yeah, so. Genshin mm-hmm. as well. And they're all saying, "Hey, if you don't fix this, we're done. Like it's over." You know. Well, they, I haven't they seen anything to. from Genshin, but yeah, I mean. Well, the Genshin hasn't said anything, but like Unity has huge yeah. games on there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Unity's not a small engine. I was just mentioning like the games that, uh, sorry, the developers that are small and actively are, you know, voicing their opinions on Twitter. So many developers, the guy who made Dusk and Iron Lung and everyone, they're just saying these yeah, I'm not using developers them need to. These developers, these indie developers, with with the basis to do that, need to like with the financial capital to be able to move to a different engine, need to do that because the people really suffering in this situation are the small, like are the, the really gamers. small indies. No, the really small indies who have invested like five, you know, four years of development into their passion project or yeah. whatever. And are now suddenly they need to they need to find the time, resources, and ability to port their entire code base and project over to a different, you know, competing game engine. And that takes time. That takes a lot of time. Let alone the efforts to learn it all, to move your entire company from one thing to and another. And to transfer the code if you can even transfer it. The um the large indie developers really are the representatives in all of this because the big companies are gonna go where the money is no matter what. Yep. It, no, yeah. no matter what, they're just going to like if Unity says, hey, we'll cut you a deal. EA is going to go great. All games now on Unity like they don't give a fuck. But the well, large yeah. indie devs, the one that found success, the ones that are only just run by like a team of two, three, four people, but have made tons of money. They're the ones who can say, hey, we're all protesting this and it'll have an actual effect and do something. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I mean. They, they need to be the well, I don't know if it'll yet. have an effect. Again, all Unity did was come up with a just some damage control the next day saying, oh, don't worry, 90% of you won't even be affected by this, which is, again, the issue is the developers saying, well, you can always pull the rug on us too. Yeah, and what about the 10% that are? So you just sank 10% of the indie devs just for fun? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, the ones that actually make money, right? Yeah. This CEO is also so so fucking stupid that he probably believes like well the damage to our reputation is done may as well stay the course and just suffer it and then make the 20 cents per download anyway like we've already tanked our reputation and stuff we may as well just see this out there's is there a lot of incentive to him to change the decision when people are already saying that the reputation is gone uh yeah i mean they're going to lose more money I don't know. I don't know. Well, in the short run, they are. In the short run, they'll profit on that decision. But in the long run, if people aren't using their engine anymore, then they'll lose a bunch of money. Yeah, I'm. uh, Yeah, I just I don't see him thinking that. I guess. Well, he also just doesn't think at all. This guy guy (laughs) sounds like an absolute fucking goober. Like he sees a dollar bill and his brain rots. Like yeah. 
not exactly a he strong really argument. He really does make like Mr. Krabs ass decisions at this company. Mm-hmm. Going Which, out and insulting people. Why does he keep getting jobs? He, he's taking the reputation of every business he goes to. I don't get how these CEOs keep getting new positions at different companies when they've got an entire resume of like failed, you know, businesses that they've tanked previously. I don't know. Is it nepotism or what? I don't know. It's understand. gotta be. No, it's, because it's, the people hiring them are just as greedy. Okay, imagine you're a giant shareholder, whatever fucking Chinese company has the majority share. Why would you choose someone that fails at making the money, though? I, I don't know. <laughs> but because of promises of money, you see this Mr. Burns type guy and he's tenting his fingers going, excellent, we're going to rob the gamers. You go, okay, hire that guy. He's cruel and ruthless. That's my point, though. You you say uh, it's about the promise of money, but then this guy had a track record of not making money. He's jumping from <laughs> job to job, not making money, just coming up with asinine statements like, we'll charge for bullets <laughs> and stuff like that. And then he somehow learns this job, like this cushy fucking job. I don't get it. It's not like Unity's be been... Unity mm-hmm. hasn't been a great company in a long, long time. Like, they're a pretty dumb no. company to begin with. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how long he's been there as well. I don't know what the you know infrastructure management is like at Unity. So I don't know if it's just shit from Not top good. to bottom. Yeah. Not good. Which is again why they have like a dozen different render pipelines and nobody knows which one to fucking use in their engine is a mess. Because instead of improving the engine and putting money in their engine, they kept doing like these software as a service things, these ancillary services like oh. Uh, Welcome to Unity metadata collection, yeah. like telemetry. Or, hey, we're launching Unity ads. Now you can put ads in your game. Hey, we're launching Unity asset store. The Unity AI, the Unity this, Unity that. Everything except actually putting some fucking money into their engine to make it run better. Yeah. Or have the editor not be as wonky. It's just free advertising for Unreal. Like, Unreal doesn't have to do shit. They just have to exist now. Yeah, they just have to be there to catch the yeah. stragglers. <laughs> well, that's that's all they did. Like, they just posted a tweet, I think, after that, saying uh, Unreal's, like, free to customers or whatever. And then it had, like, 10,000 likes and people were like, yes, Unreal's the best, shit like that. Like, there's no need for competition if your competition is unity and sucks ass at everything. That's the one issue. Um, I'm happy for, like, the smaller engines getting some attention now. But also all the developers are being pretty honest. Like, all, they're all saying, for instance, well, we can't all move to Godot. That doesn't even have, like, yeah. a proper asset store or ecosystem. It's going to be difficult. Mm-hmm. So I guess we have to use Unreal. Unreal seems to be doing okay. I've seen a bunch of Unreal employees or Epic Games employees, rather, I guess, um, sharing tweets saying, hey, look, our our terms of service are bound to whatever version you use. So if you used Unreal Engine 4, then forever until the end of time, you're going to be bound by whatever terms of service you agreed to at the time. We're not going to do this shit. to you. That's incredible logic. Who could, I know, who, that's who could see that? Brilliant. That just doesn't make any sense. You'll never make money that way. You have to charge per word. You're missing so much money. It's yeah, Epic Epic doesn't know how to make money. Let's let's not take their advice. They're struggling. <laughs> they suck. <laughs> They're a they fledgling tiny company. Yeah. How is the Epic Game Store going? Is it has it like uh you know reached beyond that initial reception where everyone hated it? Is it now a successful store? That's a good question. I actually mm. don't know. It has to because they're know. like doubling down on it, right? They're like continuing it. They haven't like thrown in the towel. Yeah, but they also have infinite money. Yeah, they do have, like, yeah. infinite money enabled. They have that yeah. Fortnite bucks. The Fortnite wealth. The generational Fortnite wealth that will never go away anymore. 
Yeah, it's incredible. All right. So speaking of another tech industry, games industry related stuff, did you guys see this was this was a little while ago. Did you guys see that Roblox has integrated <laughs> a dating app into <laughs> into its, its not game? It's not there yet. But okay, but they're they're proposing it, right? They're talking about yeah. it. They're announcing seventeen it. plus, yeah. baby. <laughs> Why seventeen plus? I don't Why know. Why seventeen plus? That's what Roblox considers to be an adult. I guess. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're ch- Roblox has its own age of consent laws. Count, count yourself lucky. For- it's not thirteen plus. Yeah, true. Knowing true. Roblox, knowing Roblox, they don't mean greater than seventeen. They mean you can be seventeen or other things. You could be fourteen. True. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like everyone under seventeen can date, but then everyone over seventeen can date. It's like two age groups. Is yeah, that what you mean? plus you know, plus all these other numbers like thirteen, twelve, ten. It's all fine. Did you guys? Did any of you have an on like a e girlfriend at all when you were like growing up? No, like between the ages of like eight and define e girlfriend like in an MMO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess no, but I was the e-girlfriend. That's a classic tactic where you go up to the guy with all the bling and the video game, and you say, "Hey, I'll be your online girlfriend if you give me." Oh, fuck yeah. gold. <laughs> you, you were, you were probably my e-girlfriend then. That's cool. <laughs> it's good to finally meet you. Or <laughs> your sugar daddy. Yeah. Were yeah, you, I used were to, you I, slutty swords sixty eight on RuneScape? Because <laughs> if so, Kaya, <laughs> I think it's our long lost meeting. What a yeah! What a weird integration though. I remember there was an app a while ago online, which um, I think it had the same idea of like a young teen dating app, and it was like immediately just shit on by oh, everyone. There was a Kickstarter or an Indiegogo for a dating app where your parents would be the ones checking the profiles. So you you would be a teenager and you'd make a profile. And your parents and their parents would have access to it. And the whole point is they could read it and see if you were, like, respectable and nice and well-mannered and all that shit and were worthy of dating your kid. Wouldn't they just be going through a bunch of pedophiles dick pics? (laughs) Possibly. I remember that. The only thing I remember in recent memory, do you guys still remember the drama around Yoel Roth, the Twitter ex-employee who had like this weird PhD thesis that he wrote about how oh, yeah, miners yeah. miners should be allowed on Grindr? That's the oh, last thing I that's remember. Right. Yeah, yeah. What's the problem? That's so weird. That was so fucking <laughs> A weird. It's so... It, adults, adults, like tech industry execs need to steer clear of teenagers dating <laughs> like this is not a market that should be tapped into at all you should be avoiding this you should you should in fact roblox should probably like outright just ban dating <laughs> in they, roblox. It, they did okay that's kind of fun because they actually did have uh rules against online dating in their service good up until this well like mandatory yeah. incelhood <laughs> was there like outcry after that from the Roblox community and that's what made them think like oh shit there's there's, breaking up. there's market <laughs> yeah there's market here we need to monetize this let's incorporate it into our next business strategy so dumb this is so weird it's so just degenerate I hope it turns into like as you guys know I love plenty of fish and going on there because there's a whole cottage industry of white trash just streaming on there for some reason I hope this turns into the same where you have these Weirdo 4chan people just streaming on Roblox and dating each other in the cringiest way. At the very least, we're going to get some funny videos, I guess. Is it going to be like speed dating or how is it even going to work? They're going to have... 
I think they have their own worlds for it. So it'd be like going into Second Life, basically. Oh, oh my I god, it's just is. ERP then. It's yeah, just it's ERP. ERP. Mm. Oh my god, that's so cringe. That is like horrible. Does do you have to like upload your license or actually prove that you're above seventeen? Selfie and license, yes. Oh my but god, you, you gotta send a selfie. <laughs> Oh my yeah. god. But you can easily get around that. You could just have your parents send you a selfie and then you grab their license. Well, you could just AI generate a fucking selfie. Or, well, yeah, actually, that's true. And the license. Yeah, this, this, have they come out and said, hey, that was a bad idea? We're not doing that? <laughs> no. I, um, I'm reading on it right now. Apparently, they gave a keynote at September 8th. They also said at this same conference that they believe the future is having K through 12 curriculum on Roblox. Okay, that I actually can get. I what? think that's a horrible fucking idea. Why? What, Pedophiles. Why, what? Why would you want to have your entire school curriculum from K through 12th grade going into college be through Roblox without any real human interaction. Oh, they mean like yeah, oh, first. they mean like the actual school curriculum. Oh. What did you think? Educational stuff for K through 12. That well, that's what oh, it is. Like, the entire school. No, 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 I no, think no. I think it means like supplementary stuff like yes. you can go on there and like just educational like, oh, no. in content. addition to school. Not a yes, yeah. in addition to school, not a replacement. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, no, no, that no, is no, a no. good idea. That is okay. perfectly fine. Yeah, idea. I think I think that is a great idea. If you can find a way to make learning fun for kids, that's oh, fucking sure. excellent. Absolutely. That's but not, yeah, that's but not what replacing saying, the school curriculum, that's a horrendous idea. Yeah, at least the way the presentation made me believe that it's literally school will be through. Oh Roblox no, that's in the that's future. dystopic. That's like you, like you log yeah. like you log into a world and it's a classroom basically. That's a Zoom. How is that any better? All the kids, we've already went through like three years of kids getting depressed and because traumatized that was because of Zoom learning. Because that was because of COVID, because we had to, not because we wanted to. So think, oh, so think about this. The kid, the kid wakes up at 8 a.m., brushes his teeth, goes into his little office, sits down, logs into his uh, Roblox school world for the six-hour school session, and then uh, logs off, but then logs back into his ERP world yeah. where he's dating his school girlfriend or whatever. So everything's in Roblox. There's a South Park episode that was happening during COVID, and it's uh, there. All the kids are in remote schooling. They're all doing it over Zoom, and Cartman pretends that he has camera problems, like he's like stuttering on purpose and like freezing. And then he puts a picture of himself in front of the webcam and just leaves. And <laughs> he's just not there for the rest of the day. Yeah, it's genius. Oh God, that too. They're gonna. I have mean, to keep would be way easier. On yeah. the whole time yeah. too. You're gonna have Lego ass teachers yelling at you to turn your camera on. <laughs> are you gonna have these kids passing digital notes to each other like dming each other do you want to be my girlfriend yes no. lego ass teachers That's that might be insult. that might be like the actual end of society if if we go down this route where every kid is just institutionalized through a computer essentially educated through a computer we we need that social element you need that social development it's pretty funny how back in the day, in like the mid 2000s, late 90s, we saw this kind of tech as the optimal. Like you'd watch fucking yeah. Keenan and Kel or Disney movies and be like, whoa, they're in the future learning on the Internet. They're learning in VR. They're watching a hologram teacher. That's the best. And now that we're kind of getting there, it's like, oh, this sucks. This is the worst possible thing ever. Because it's not even holograms. You're just sitting in front of a glowy square. It, it's the yeah. lamest version of the future we could have possibly gotten <laughs> if at least we had like i don't know somewhat realistic holograms actually walking through your like you know living room 
and you can see mm-hmm. your teacher in life size or whatever. Okay. Yeah, but no, why stop there? Let's let's aim for the stars. Like full like neural interfacing where you upload your consciousness into an entirely different world. And no, no. Okay, let's feels do like this. Real life. A replica world that we build, an identical copy of real life that you can walk inside of. Right. You don't even have to hook yourself up yeah, to yeah, a yeah. computer. Like a oh, big stage. Yeah. You go out. We we'll, we can have some artificial replacement for the sun, like a big LED. So you want to yeah. create a studio that people are stuck in? Yeah, like the Truman Show. Yeah, like a Truman <laughs> Show. Oh, wait, no, that sounds that sounds bad. Anything to avoid. That. Anything to avoid sending kids into the real actual world. Can we fill it with ads <laughs> like the Truman Show and make a shitload yes. of money? Yes. Okay, I'm in. Blow out the Done. entire sky and run like Unity ads. I love it. Anyone who tries to leave, we put a hurricane on them. It's perfect. You're, talk, you're talking about imprisoning kids and, like, brainwashing them into thinking that's reality. Yes. Oh, uh, like modern phones, Jackson? Oh, got True. him. True. Oh, yeah, you got, you got him. Good social commentary. Jackson, you fucking idiot. Okay, we're gonna have to run <laughs> the world like the Unity CEO. You fucking idiot. You fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah he's a genius. He's making money. Yeah. He's, yeah he's, he's smart. He knows what he's doing. He knows and what by he's the doing. way, for every test that your kid passes in school, we're gonna be paid it's gonna be yeah. an ongoing tuition for every class he takes an education tax on it yeah for making yes. your kids smarter <laughs> every day you go to school you pay a tax yeah <laughs> uh, wait don't you pay for school though isn't it it's not free right yes no it's free <laughs> I, I, I guess <laughs> yeah i guess you pay through tax you can pay for a public or a private school private but school. you don't have to you can just go to a public school and public school it up it's, I, I think I read something where there's like no correlation with success from private schools itself, like the education provided from private schools. It is literally just the concentration of wealth in private schools that leads to like better connections once you leave school. Yeah. That lead to better jobs and stuff like that. Yeah, so it's just like. Kids... Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, it's, you're just paying for connections. That sounds yeah, like Yeah, because kids are fucking stupid. Like, for every one kid no. who's a prodigy and does something incredible, you have thousands and thousands and thousands who are just stupid kids, and they don't go on to do anything significant until they're in, like, college or something like that. So what they do in high, in, uh, high school and middle school and all that is largely irrelevant. Just doesn't matter. Some of the yeah, most but- wild, like, just crazy uh, people that I've met have come from, like, those... Uh, like you know catholic private schools or whatever like just private schools in general really because apparently the culture there is just so repressed and over the top that once they leave school they just go wild basically mm-hmm. so i think i i don't see any problem with public schools <laughs> i'm happy i went to a public school well there's nothing wrong with public schools really no. you just need better education like better teachers yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's the main problem with public schools yeah, I'm sure the education itself is slightly worse, but I just don't I don't think that it has much of a correlation on a person's success. No, I of think not. what maybe not as big, but are you going to sit there and pretend like it doesn't make a difference whether there's like 10 kids in a classroom per teacher versus like 50 of them cramped? You know, I'm sure the individual attention makes does make a difference. Yeah, in terms of like individual intelligence, or maybe this is more of a commentary on like you don't need intelligence to be successful in life. Like we see that all the time. You don't need intelligence to be like hyper successful. You need connections. Yes, 
but also a smart kid can also do well in public school or in life in general. Yeah, it's yeah, it's down yeah. to the individual. It's using the resource. You know, you could put a stupid kid in a private school, and if he doesn't take advantage of it, it's not going to make a difference. But I think he'd still be successful because he's around successful people eventually. All I know is nowhere in public school did anyone ever offer me a dating uh, side of it. There was no hall where all the 17 plus year olds gathered. So maybe my youth was wasted, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I missed out on the Roblox Donda Academy. <laughs> I, um, yeah. I mean, like Andrew said before, I'm all for like if Roblox incorporates. Uh, education supplementary to like an actual in real life system that sounds oh, good because yeah. i don't i don't know what like i remember when i was growing up there were just so many games i could play and have fun with that was still educational at the end of the day like they taught you lessons or taught you you know curriculum and stuff like that through like video games or other games and i don't know if that exists now i don't i don't know well i'm not in like a position to really find out like i don't they're not exposed to me a lot, but like, I don't know if they exist, like educational video games too. anymore. We had a ton of those games, children's shows. Do you count those hentai games where they quiz you on stuff and you have to get the answer right and then you see titties? Yeah, yeah. That's okay. That's if what you I count played, that, I played nothing but educational games growing up. <laughs> and look I how learned everything. What you you have to have a pretty Sorry? high IQ to appreciate those games. <laughs> well yeah, yeah that's it's a test almost like you got to focus on the education instead of the titties so right, you're really training right. yourself to love education you know what i've just realized you're not even going to be allowed to shame like women anymore for putting their kids in front of an ipad like youtube kids because in the future they're just gonna say oh my kid is going to school what's the problem while i'm browsing oh fucking god TikTok. you're right they're yeah. going to oh, act like it's fuck. noble to abandon their little children in front of the ipad now Ah, yeah yeah, true. Every day I lose. Charlie, what did I you say earlier? I didn't. What, about what? Uh, you made some. The, the, I thought you were uh, saying something else. Oh no, 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 Ed, no! Educational games or something. Gotcha. What was your favorite educational game growing up, Jackson? You said you played a ton. Yeah, I don't remember them. So they they never had like memorable names or anything. I remember there was like um, math games, like where you would solve math puzzles and a dinosaur would hatch an egg from it or something stuff like that oh is that how early they got you <laughs> is that where this whole dino thing started oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah no <laughs> I, I probably played the dinosaur game because i already liked dinosaurs i don't this think that's last what made me like dinosaurs yeah i was just booting it up on steam the other day actually yeah um does pup does pup pup go to the zoo count stuff like that probably yes. that is absolutely an educational game yeah, I would think so. Um, so yeah, stuff like that, definitely. Those were fun. Probably what got me into video games in the first place, really. Putt-putt? Well, yeah, just, just those educational games. Yeah, agreed. Hmm. Did you ever play um, fourth grade, third grade, fifth grade, those games? They were like point-and-click adventures? Jumpstart? Were they Jumpstart? They might have been. They might have been. I distinctly remember Jumpstart 5th grade was like a haunted island, and all the kids were turned into monsters. That one? Maybe. One of them I remember was in like a, like an ancient Egyptian tomb, which was really cool. I would I would know by looking at them. I don't know the names. Let me have a look. Yeah, just type in 4th grade. You see what you find. 4th grade game? I mean, yeah. it's probably going to need to be more specific than that. 
yeah, this this isn't anything that you. I found the one explaining. I was talking about. Jumpstart Adventures Fourth Grade Haunted Island. What a classic. No. I don't think so. Those games were so fucking fun. <laughs> don't tell anyone, but I I used to play them even when I wasn't in the grade level that was advertised. Whoa. <laughs> mm -hmm. Smart kid you are. Yeah, did you want to did you do it because you wanted to feel smart about yourself or was there a different reason? No, they were just like actually fun games. <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you. They're really not bad. Why don't you go back through and replay them all and see if you're still at the correct intelligence level? I probably would start failing them now. <laughs> it asked me to do long division and my brain would overheat. <laughs> Did you guys, um, were you aware that Roblox has long since surpassed Unity's market cap? Oh, yeah. Roblox is enormous. Yeah, Roblox is like one of the most prof like profitable businesses in the world, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a ridiculous amount. Aren't they also just trying to turn it into a full-blown engine that people can use for all sorts of games? It already is. Yeah, it already is. That's why this is this is great, actually. Once Unity sinks its ship or whatever, the CEO can jump over to Roblox and ruin that for them as well. <laughs> He's in the prime position. That's what we need. I guarantee when Unity goes tits up from this, that guy will still land another extremely high position. That's that's yeah. what I'm saying. Oh, they, yeah, you can't sure. you can't lose once you're at that level. And I bet it's because he went to a private school. He's got those connections. <laughs> it's because he's obsessed with money, and that's all I want. Yeah, but he doesn't make money. He, he just loses it. it forever. <laughs> he, <Yeah>. just, <laughs> he genuinely sucks. You could be the most obsessed money man ever, but if you can't make it, you're worthless to a company. Yeah. I, I can talk about money all the time, Andrew. I'm not leading a fucking Fortune 500 company at the moment. Yeah, but you don't do it while wearing a suit and having big True. like business terms thrown around. True, like, yeah, return on investment. But business terms like fucking idiots. <laughs> and pay by the bullet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, those, I'm pretty sure that's the, a business term. Those are, like, big business terms, actually. Yeah, that, that was taught at Harvard, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> He's definitely Ivy League. He, he coined his own term, return on bullet. You gotta make sure every bullet returns an investment. Charlie, do you happen to remember your Egypt game? Was the mascot a frog? That does sound familiar. It was literally just called, uh, like, whatever grade. I forgot what grade. Yeah, so I'm, I'm looking up on the Jumpstart wiki and d diving into this fucking info hole. There was a Jumpstart reading for second grade, and the main character was an explorer frog, and he goes to ancient Egypt and goes through the tombs and the mummies' pyramids and shit. Yeah, that sounds about right. So there's a certain age, like a grade, where you stop playing those games. So it's probably like grade three for me. I don't know about you guys. But after that, like, I still moved on to like coolmathsgames.com. Mostly because it was the only way of playing video games at the school during classes. Because you could just yeah. say you're learning. But still, like, there were actually fun games on there as well. It was Newgrounds for me. Did they let you on Newgrounds? No, that's why I played it while my parents weren't home. Well, he's talking about no, in school. I, at school. Oh, at school. oh, in school it was uh, Candy Stand and the other Nabisco World. So way back in the day, a lot of people don't know this, uh, Nabisco and all the other like kid food companies had websites where they would just make Flash games. And you could go there because it's like, why the fuck would they block a fucking candy website? 
Um, and you could just play. They'd make like baseball games and mini golf. The mini golf games were incredible. Yeah. And that was the that was the big thing back in the day. You just go through there and play all those games. Mini golf games are just yeah, great. Just a classic. Um mm-hmm. I you know, Charlie, that might be how I found you. I'm pretty sure, if I'm remembering correctly, this might have been in like ninth grade or something. I remember playing um <laughs> What was it? Pete, the pizzeria game on Cool Mass Game. Oh yeah, Papa Papa's Pizzeria. Yeah, that one. And I think I I think I YouTubed it after school for some reason, maybe to figure out an optimal strategy to creating those pizzas. Uh, and I think I might have. I think you might have done a video on one of them. I think that might have been Burgeria. my first video that I saw. Yeah. Speaking of games, I have some breaking news, Unity related. Would you oh. like some? Yeah, sure. They've shut yes. down. Yes, video game company Unity closes offices following death threats. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Bloomberg. Um, and the article isn't loading. You reckon they're getting death threats? Oh. I mean, yeah, everyone gets death threats. Everyone does yeah. on, on the internet. You angered the gamers. Of course they're yeah, going to act like that. Well, no, yeah. they, they didn't anger gamers, though. They angered game developers. I just didn't see that. Which yeah. angers gamers. True. Yeah, it affects Because the they gamers. get all up in arms about their developers. They're protected. Do they? Because I feel like gamers, if anything, I was told that gamers relish in the suffering of game developers. Oh, oh do True. they? This is confusing now. Let's, let's look at any one of our episodes where we talk about Bethesda and read every comment trying to fight me because I shit on them. They get super protective over developers they like. Certain developers, yeah. It's like Bethesda, yeah. Bethe- I don't know. Bethesda's like one of the only ones, I think, that has that reputation. There's got to be some way for us to blame the gamers in this. Let's think real hard. <laughs> I, well, okay. They, they, didn't say, they didn't say what kind of death threats they're receiving. Maybe they're getting death threats about making sure the deal goes through. Maybe like the death threats are like, I'll kill you if you, if you, don't, if you don't put this into effect. Because we want video game developers to suffer. Uh, Unity Chief Executive Officer John Ricitello was set to That's talk him, to staff yeah. Thursday morning, but instead said the meeting would be canceled as a precaution at the company's offices in Austin, Texas, and San Francisco would be closed. In the wake of a controversial... Oh. After receiving what it says was a credible death threat. Classic. Yeah, they're being very vague. Guaranteed. This, this is the conspiracy in my head right now. Um, so they realize they're getting a lot of bad press. So John himself has sent in a credible death threat. He's he's mailed yeah. it to his own office to shut down the offices so that he can come out and claim that they're getting death threats and look like yeah. the victims in the situation. Classic PR move. I'm onto you, John. Mm, uh, You're getting away with this 911. one. 9-1-1. Uh, I'm going to kill that fucking idiot, John. Yes. Today. John, you've, left your, you've left your voice ID on. Your, your call Listen, ID on. I don't care. I don't care how handsome and brilliant he is. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> he has great CEO decisions. You should hire I had him. To, I had to pee real bad. What happened? Oh, Unity's, Unity's gone. Down. They're closed forever. Well, I know the death threats <laughs> thing, but other than that, anything else? No, we've just been vamping uh, no, no. on that a little bit. Gotcha. This, they're stupid, though, because this opens the window for death threats. Now that they've already announced they're getting them, we can send them in without consequence. <laughs> oh, true, yeah. Oh, you're onto it's, something with that strat. Power in numbers. Yeah. It's an open invitation. Now we know they're they're like susceptible to death threats, right? <laughs> they're we know their weakness death threats is death. <laughs> <laughs> Those fucking idiots. <laughs> they made it's it too easy for us. Card, guys, let's get in there. God, Do you awesome think if, if like Unity the company turns into a lolcow and just people 
Just send them pizza or something. Uh, I hope. <laughs> so there's two situations here. If Unity came out and said, your death threats mean nothing to us. They're pathetic. We laugh at them. We're opening even <laughs> more offices now because of them. Do you think that that would then cause less death threats to come in? Like no, would that kind of you, you think it would be a challenge so more would come in and yes, more crazy uh, ones. Absolutely. Mm. Okay. So there's really no solution when death threats come in. You just kind of got to ignore it. Ignore them. Yeah. yeah. What is yeah. there to do? Well, I mean, you should. Yeah, if it's a credible death threat, you should probably tell law enforcement. But other than that, like, not make. Yeah, a big I mean, you can do that if it is it. a credible one. If someone's sending you your own address with some more than you know what you could look up on Google, sure. But yeah, then yeah, what? it depends on the credibility. But I guess Unity has a responsibility to its employees as well. Yeah. Also, who the fuck? Okay, so which developer do you guys think did send in the death threats? Whose Unity game is like? Oh, absolutely, Genshin. <laughs> Genshin's extremely uh, passionate. Those yeah. developers. Genshin is I, very I, passionate. I, I, I would struggle to see a world where it was a video game developer that did this, tied to a, like a professional, you know, life or whatever. Nah, it's just some random schmucks. Yeah. It's just someone that's been like whipped up in the frenzy of passion online and has decided, hey, I can send death threats. Let's do it. Yeah, the d floodgates are open. As soon as they announce they're getting death threats, now you can send them without consequence. Nothing's going to happen. Well, no, it's it's not even that. It's just like as as long as there's uproar online and like you're the center of attention for a little bit in a negative light, then you're going to get death threats. And it might not even be from people who are even attached to the situation. It might just be from people who like sending death threats. Yeah, like they, they might not even have a clue what Unity is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, somebody to in all fairness, apparently somebody that chopped to some sort of a Roblox convention with guns. So yeah, who knows? People was he seventeen plus? I think so. Oh, that's allowed. <laughs> Although that yeah. story was weird. Apparently, he had the guns in his car. Like, if you're gonna shoot a place, what's weird why, about that? Well, why would you? not come in with the guns and like arms he was arrested trying to get in without the guns is the weird thing he was scoping the place out then if he's trying to get in he needs his hands he's not gonna be able to carry guns around trying to get in he's scoping out the place to figure out how to get in and then he'll go back get his guns and mm. then go back in the way that's he just figured out you should do before that's like that's yeah. very sloppy craftsmanship right there of a shoot it is let's not give advice to potential <laughs> criminals no no dummy. no they have to do it by the book <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. Speaking I think of Unity idiots, will be fine. I saw a tra I saw a, a thing going around on Twitter. Have you guys seen VoiceCell.org? No, what's that? Mm -mm. Oh, I know what VoiceCell is. Yeah, it's a new piece of software that analyzes your voice and tells you if you're an incel or not based based on how deep your voice is. <laughs> nice. It's VoiceCell.org, and then you talk in your natural tone, just like I'm doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Yes. Oh, hell yeah. Your this voice is... is very deep. Certified chat, 93 hertz. Ooh. Yeah, everyone, t everyone take the test right now. Let's see who's a chat and who's not. <laughs> I'm not what taking the test. What if I told you right now, Jackson, that I was literally taking the test as we speak? And, okay, so what, what are you at? Uh, I don't know. It hasn't given me a read. Okay. My voice is deep. Certified chat. Ooh. I am currently testing my voice. My favorite color is blue. The sky is sunny. My voice is loud and clear. I'm using 
I hope Jackson gets Chad. <laughs> no, I'm a voice cell. Fuck. Yeah. yeah get fucked, idiot. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, man. <laughs> Why did I bring this up on the show? God I was me. worried about that. What'd you get, Charlie? Oh, I'm not doing it. I don't need to. I don't need validation. Oh, from someone is too scared. So was too yeah. scared. If it only goes scared. by deepness, I'll be fine. Let's see. Yeah, I mean, yeah, do you're it. not known for having a deep voice. You might be in trouble. Yeah, but maybe the voice detection algorithm detects something deeper in the vocal waves. <laughs> maybe, it, maybe it identifies your true voice cell in. It's the voice of your soul. <laughs> Come on, peer pressure. Do no, it. Too shy. I'm not doing it. Oh. You can't. All right, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah there like we fun. go. There okay. we go. Charlie hates. What is fun. it? Voice cell. Voicecell.org. V o i c e. C-E-L dot org. Yeah, try it at home. Alright, we'll I'm many... trying it right now. We'll see what I get. What what score did you get, Kyle? Oh, that's they give you scores on these as well? Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty yeah, cool. It gives you 93 hertz. Alright, you gotta beat 93 hertz. To um, take oh, I forgot to... Well, that was Kaya doing a voice uh, like this. Hey, this oh. is... No, I, I talk like this. Hey, this is this is a <laughs> that Charles is his talking. <laughs> oh wow, huge! 115 hertz, deep voice, Chad. God Ooh. damn it! 115. Wait, that's normal, Chad. Oh wait, you're right. You're right. Sorry, I, I just looked at the chart. So three yeah, of you're, us you're are our big boy Chads, and one of us is. Uh, I don't know, Jackson. I'm, it's well. To be fair, good. I got a hundred. I got 128. Jackson, do your deepest voice you can do. Yeah, deepest you can go. Deepest. I was actually gonna bring this up on the episode. I I can't do voices. I can't like manipulate. Well, it's my not voice doing a voice. Way. Just just drop your voice. Yeah, you're not just supposed to do an impression. Just do a Charlie impression. I am currently testing my voice. My favorite color is blue. The sky is sunny. My voice is loud and clear. I'm using. No, you have to get like the rocks in it. Yeah, you have you to like have really to see, drop it down. Really, really, really what did you get? I just did, let I it did. sink. <laughs> Hello. I did leave my uh, voice cell kingdom then and drop down to. Which Marvel movie is your favorite? Mine happens to be Guardians of the Galaxy. Does anybody else like Unity products? Yes. I think I'll reinstall my games and do Ew. it again. It's starting to sound like Reddit. <laughs> I got down to uh, mid. It gave me mid. It didn't give me chat or voice, so it gave me mid. Uh, oh, mid. Boy, just, you Jackson. have to put like the, the vocal fry on it. You I have can't, to get like the I rockiness. Can't. Just do your best grudge impersonation. Just uh, try. And then start making uh, words. Yeah. yeah. I and then start making words. <laughs> That's too nasally. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a 1950s horror movie. Ah, uh, welcome to my manor. I'm CEO here. Boss do a Batman. Ass. Yeah, do Batman. No, I'm going to practice over the next week, and I'm going to try to get below 100. <laughs> You're going to take vocal training? You have training? to practice? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to practice. I'm going to, I'm going to improve myself. Okay. It's, all in the, it's all in the spirit. It's, you got to believe in yourself, really, to get to those pre-100 levels. Lower than 100. That's true. You could, mm. like, do... What do, like, vocalists do? Warm salt water gargling or something like mm -hmm. that? Yeah. To relax your vocal cords? Do some vocal warm-ups, too. Well, no, I don't want to do that. Is it? Is there any like hard drug or supplement that you could do that would lower your voice? It's called growing up. No, you could what's the opposite? Inhale uh, whatever the opposite of helium is. Yeah, 
That's what I'm that looking gas. for. It's the opposite. Sulfur, sulfur hexafluoride. <laughs> yeah, yes, that one. Sulfur hexafluoride. Okay. If you if any, you inhale that, it's the opposite of helium. It lowers your voice. Is there any detriment to your health if you do that? Yes, yes. you could die. Okay. <laughs> you sound well, sorry, but it's worth it to be the deep voice chat. Yeah, but then you become a yeah a chat. Yeah. What if there was a guy who just like a cartoon, like a fucking sitcom, just kept a little canister of that in his pocket, and every time he had to speak, he just huffed it a little bit, just to sound incredibly manly. Yeah, you could disguise it as an inhaler. No one can say anything about yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, that's genius. Yeah, you a man it. of few words, but every time he has to speak, he takes a puff. <laughs> you look like a dork, but then you sound like a mega man. Yeah, I love that. You're Darth Vader at that point, though. Is True. that not cool? People like Darth Vader. Oh, yeah, it's just pumping. Just pumps that. him full of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what the point of the mask is. Nice. If if the mask runs out of juices, he's got a super high-pitched, nasally voice. It's not intimidating at all. I want to see that. That'd be great. Wasn't... Did you, you guys know this piece of trivia, right? That the original mm. Darth Vader, like the guy in the suit, was like this uh, tall, lanky Scottish dude that didn't yep. at all sound intimidating. And he yep. thought that he was, he thought he was going to be the voice of Darth Vader. Like he he acted the role out, like in the yep. scenes, like he was the one delivering the lines. And then later on, I think he found out that they were replacing him with Ooh. with Darth Vader's voice. You can watch the original screen tests, and when he's on camera, he's like, "Find those rebel droids and bring them to me." And yeah, it just like very doesn't work. Theatrical, cartoonish, like shit. Yeah, he played it very Saturday morning villain, which for the style makes sense. Yeah. But but James Earl Jones makes fits way better. Yeah, yeah. He's like one move away from like flicking his cloak, and then a you know ash cloud appears, and he disappears behind it or something. His uh, his initial motivation for tracking down Princess Leia was to tie her up and throw her on the railroad tracks. <laughs> yeah. It was a heist against the rebels originally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very, very cartoonish. Yeah, right. you guys mm -hmm. want to wrap? Yes. Yeah, we can wrap. All right. Any last minute thoughts from you guys? I want to hear some. Come on, Chad, your voice up, Jackson. Do what yeah. you have to do. Get your voice lower for the next episode. Get it low. Get it low okay. as possible. Get it as low. Wait, just talk like wait. uh, just talk like fucking the Star Wars guy, Kylo Ren. Talk like Kylo Ren. Where are those droids? Where are they? Where are they? Does I didn't know where they went. Ray, does you? Does what, this happened, work? what happened to What happened to <laughs> Kenobi? Ray, you you feel that we're connected? You do. Fuck you, Ray. Let's do that. <laughs> okay, I'll work on it. I'll work on it. Yeah, can, I, I've got room for improvement. Definitely, I, I agree. You don't want to sell me death sticks. Blow that <laughs> ship out of the sky. They fly now. <laughs> yeah, classic Kylo Ren line. Dude, I, I, I think thought, you got them all. I think I you got them Luke, all. I thought Luke drinking blue titty milk was deep and good writing. My real name is Ben. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, very, yeah. Very cool. Now I want to watch the movie. Nah, ben Ben now. is Ben is not a cool name compared to Kylo. He should have. He should have. Kylo is a much cooler name. It is. Yep. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys, for joining us. We'll see you next time. Patreon.com slash the official podcast for bonus episodes. Also, exclusive content over there, like deleted episodes. <laughs> currently and also other stuff like potophiles and yeah just a lot of content over there we've got more stuff coming soon some exciting new projects coming up hope you join us there thank you uh for your support and we'll see you next time
See ya. Goodbye. Bye. Watch your Bye, back, guys. John.